Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Schwab. This is two days in a row of Charmed, Phelan. Yeah, it's been so long I've forgotten what happened in the show at this point. <laughs> Maybe we just want to. Mm -hmm. Um, What happened this week? Uh, they, they went to find Macy uh, and fight evil Dark Harry. That's about the size of it. The Dark Lighter has feelings for her and he's capable of things you and I cannot even fathom. Phelan, what was with that intro over the clouds? The Julian Jack intro. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're floating over stock video of clouds that dissolve into the same loop because it's about two seconds worth mm -hmm. over, like, with a shitty font over it. Yeah. It looked like garbage. Two months ago. <laughs> what? That, why did they do it that way? That was so bad looking. I don't know. That seemed really awkward. I don't know why they would do that. It just, uh. wasn't like, yeah, they should have just had it like a subtitle or something, or like less awkward than just in the clouds two months ago. Like, yeah, I don't know. Someone, someone dropped the ball there, but it didn't look very good. No, I think just a subtitle would have been fine. Isn't that what yeah. they did when um? A Galvin was doing Jumanji in the jungle, didn't it just say where he was with a subtitle? Yeah, that's honestly all they needed to do. Just like, you know, dip in from black and just have, you know, like two months ago and then pan over mm -hmm. whatever they're trying to do. Um, th this is the flashback to when Harry, when Dark Harry was released from the bottle, which um, it does tell us how much time has passed. It's just been two months since he's existed, basically, or at least in the real world. Doesn't tell us too much else other than someone mysteriously opens his bottle. Um, there's a guy's voice, but uh, he seems to indicate it might not be a guy later. So they're trying to leave that up in the air, I guess. He's naked on the floor, and there's like a modesty cloud over him. Yeah, I love like... You know, this cloud is, like, him reforming, so it makes no sense that it's, like, he reforms, but not around his crotch and butt. It's just he's <laughs> clouding his hairy dust around there. This is the CW. We can't show you this. It's like, why didn't they just have him form and then, you know, just shoot it in a way where you don't show his butt, but instead, no, he... nah, just magic hairy dust around his butt. This makes him seem even more like a genie. Mm -hmm. You know, some genies have like little cloud tails. <laughs> yeah. Depending on what you're watching. Mm -hmm. Um, very strange. So we cut to uh, Macy waking up alone in bed in the fake house. Yep. Um, she finds Dark Harry there, uh, and he says that he's the normal Harry that they've uh, they've rescued. <laughs> That's her. exactly what he says. He says, "I'm Hi, normal I'm Harry. I'm the normal Harry." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's not very good at pretending to be normal Harry. The creep vibes are strong. <laughs> she immediately, like, clocks him. He tries, like, a little bit at first, but then it's like he suddenly stops trying. <laughs> I wish that he had, um, he had tried a little more and this had been, like, a, a, uh, a better lie. You know, mm. like, he takes all this time to, like, make this fake house and then be like, oh, we rescued you and you're out for two days. But then immediately he's like, making sexy dinners for her and yeah. speaking all creepy and like there's no illusion at all like pretty much immediately she's like okay this isn't right mm -hmm. even dark harry has to cook for the charmed ones <laughs> yeah well that's <laughs> he knows that's what normal harry does is cooks mm -hmm. for them all the time well, that's how you know they are the same person. They both have an affinity for cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I wonder if that is just in his nature for he had to, like, tap into his psychic connection with his other half to know, like, what would he be doing? Oh, he'd be cooking. <laughs> they do try to establish in the episode a little bit clearer, like, what kind of things they share. Like, mm -hmm. um, Harry says that um, they don't, like, they're not really the same. Like, they don't have the same brain. They just share, like, some memories and feelings. Which, yeah. um, but when he went into his mind, he tapped into that bit with Dark Harry and Macy, which clearly did not happen when they were one person. So I guess if he can do that, then Dark Harry could tap into his memories and then see things that happened when when they were separate. 
Yeah, they said they share some kind of psychic connection that they can reach. I, I think it's difficult for them to reach it, but they can kind of deal. Whatever is plot convenient. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was wondering, though, like, we see the dark Harry goes by Jimmy with his demon buddies and whatnot. So it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so he goes by like their real name, like James. Is that because mm -hmm. like his mind wasn't wiped? The elders didn't ever bother wiping the dark lighter's mind. They just stuck him in the jar. I guess why would they? Yeah. They come up with that second persona for him. Um, yeah. Also, it's it's a way for the writers to be able to distinguish them to call him James and then Harry Harry. Yeah, though Harry still calls the other one Harry later, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't say the name of the episode. I guess at the beginning, I didn't say. We were talking about season two, episode six, When Sparks Fly, because that title sucks. <laughs> <laughs> When not sparks a, fly, like as good that as seems cat like a temp and title. Dog. Yeah, but this was it was so generic, like Alright. By the way, like they never bring up that whole cat talking to ghost mom thing. No, completely forgotten in this one. Mom Zoli or Mama Zoll or whatever her name is. No one's gonna know what Mom Zoli <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I couldn't remember her real names. <laughs> yeah, M Mom Zoli, our nickname for um the mom on Rizzolian Isles. <laughs> yeah, that... Give me grandchildren. <laughs> that shows a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped watching it when Bostonia happened. That was the <laughs> yeah. That was the last straw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Macy immediately knows something's off, so she tries to run away, uh, but the door's locked, and uh, then they have an awkward dinner together. It's a real Beauty and the Beast situation. You know? <laughs> Could she ever love a Harry? <laughs> uh, they have an awkward dance. Uh, Macy is like, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go change into some higher pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that'd be funny. Yeah, she says something about, like, getting, dressing more appropriately and just imagining her coming out with pants, like, all the way up to her neck or something. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, wow, you're gorgeous. Like, I love it. <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm going to go put on that you know, sexy red dress you like, Carrie, or something. Yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> It sounds like a lie that she's saying to like catch him, you know, like oh they they don't have a sexy red dress that they that he likes. She's just saying that to uh, okay, he's he's not Harry. But then it kind of seems like it is, and it's like wait, but when did this come up? When was she in a sexy red dress that Harry's like oh I love it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the what dress, is... the the candles, the music, the sexy dress. What's yeah. going on here? I just saw you. What are you talking about? I have to go now. I'll see you later, darling. Don't call me that. Okay, bye. Which is weird, though. It's like, Macy... It's like, she says this as a cover, and then she's, like, trying to escape, but, like, the house is just covered by a black void, and nothing opens. But mm -hmm. then... She she changes into the dress and then smashes her room window to try and get out. It's like, well, why'd she bother changing first and then trying to smash yeah. the window to get I away? Understand. Why did she change if she had no intention of actually continuing this charade anymore? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, that would only hinder her because then you're running around in a dress when you could be wearing, like, practical pants <laughs> to do your fighting and running and going out windows and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like they wanted to get her into the dress, but they didn't think of a good way to make it still make sense. How is she not in danger? They say she's not in danger. That's why the, the it wasn't lighting up on the map, but like clearly she is kidnapped and she is in a kidnapping situation. Uh, he's not above using violence against her because they do have a fight later. So how... Is it just because they know he sucks, or...? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess because, like, at first he wasn't planning to do anything to her, and that's why she's not in danger. I guess. Because, like, Dark Harry says, like, you know, oh, my plan was just, like, you and me could, like, you know, just get your sisters and give them to my boss together. 
<laughs> maybe it could work out, Macy. What do you think? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Just an idea is floating around. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like it, I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't serious, but if you're into it, maybe. <laughs> uh, she tries to fireball him, but uh, her powers are neutralized because he's got this little, like, pebble in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, and he's like, I'm not holding you captive. Here, call your sisters. But this doesn't make any sense. Okay, so she says that he wants her to call them to use her as bait, basically. So she's like, I'm not falling for this. And they seem to indicate this is what his plan is. But she tried to call them earlier, yeah. and the phone didn't work. Why wouldn't he just let her phone work, and then the plan, like, it wouldn't even seem suspicious? Well, like, they're cloaked, too, apparently, while they're in the facade of their normal house, which he drops, and then they're in his, like, pad in New York. And then he says, like, well, now that the cloak's gone, they'll know where we are and they'll probably start coming soon. So yeah, it's all like, they had to do is wait and then he, then uh, it would have shown up and they would have known exactly where she was. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess based on what he was saying, like he was really hoping to charm Macy before <laughs> this. Like he really wanted to give them some time to do the, his little plan of her getting into him first and then them to come so i guess that's why nothing worked first yeah he was a real prince uncharming in this oh. situation oh. <laughs> uh he ties up macy he's like well that didn't work out yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so she starts asking a bunch of questions uh trying to butter him up um, and he's glad to give his backstory after this, knowing that she has no interest at this <laughs> point. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you everything about me. Because she doesn't even know that he's a Darklighter at this point. Like, all the stuff they figured out, she was already kidnapped by then. But he's gladly just telling her everything that her sisters know in the audience by this point. Mm -hmm. uh, he does talk about, like, the horrifying part of this situation uh what we were talking about uh, in the last podcast he was trapped in this bottle his whole existence yeah he was split up split in half and it was smoke he was incorporeal this was his first time feeling anything yeah but they confirmed that he was conscious of his of smoke existence in a bottle so it's like these elders are just monsters like monsters ugh. <laughs> You totally understand his situation. It's like, yeah, he's fucking, like, yeah. insane from being stuck in smoke form in a bottle for decades. Yeah, like, of course. And he's never known anything. So all of a sudden, he is corporeal. He has, like, he, he, he has, uh, feelings. Like, he can, he can touch things. Like, he can love things. He, everything is just so much for him. So, like, he, that he's just going at it too hard with Macy because he doesn't know how to chill. Mm -hmm. He didn't quite get his, his chill yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, this master of his, uh, wants to collect powers. That's why they want the, uh, the charmed ones. And, uh, Macy's like, well, if you untie me, I can give you your freedom and me. So then they're going to have like a little sexy dance together. He's like, okay, this sounds fine. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what if instead we gave you Abigail instead of my sisters? Yeah. D is she more powerful than them? Why is she more like, why, why is this more enticing than the I most powerful know. witches who ever existed? I don't know. Maybe. He knows something about his master we don't. Maybe he really wants Abigail back more than the Charmed Ones. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to turn out to be Abigail, because he does say, like, oh, I didn't say it was a he. Yeah, maybe. Like, Abigail's the master or something? She went looking for her great-grandfather or something? And... <laughs> I don't know. Why the hell did you do that? If it's just going to turn out to be Kane again, like, fuck off. I don't care. Or Alistair Kane. Like, I just don't. I don't care. Yeah, that'd, <laughs> that'd be a lame reveal. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. It's still... There was clearly a guy voice, and it even said in the subtitles, male voice. They could yeah. have disguised themselves, but to what end, anyway? Because it was just them and Harry. Yeah. And if Harry's indicating that it's not a guy, then they then would have knows. no reason to hide that it was a guy. Yeah, it's like... It... <laughs> 
It'd be someone who hid their real voice while they released Harry and then revealed who they really were to him shortly after anyway. <laughs> well, that was pointless. Yeah, like, unless whoever it was sent, like, a, a toady to go, like, let him out and mm. then go get them or something, maybe... Maybe that's what happened? Though they did have some line about them being the master or something. They said something to him after they let him out. Mm -hmm. They had to disguise their voice because they knew the audience was watching that scene. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, again, kind of jumping around. Um, we have the, all the stuff going on with uh, Mel, Maggie, and the good Harry. Um, so at the, they're at the bunker... And they know that Macy's in New York, but they only have sort of a general area. They can't track her. So um, Maggie thinks that she can use her new power to figure out where she is by touching uh, Jordan, which is the name of Boxer Boy. Uh, I just want to point something out here. Uh, I, I figured this out because... Bringing this up here. Okay, Jordan is played by Jordan Donica. <laughs> He's just playing his own name. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I was forced to learn Boxer Boy's name eventually. Oh, <laughs> but got, why does she yeah. think she has to touch him? Like, does she think that he's the only thing she'll get visions off of? She apparently does. Yeah, this is quite a stretch. And like, you'd think the first time you get a premonition, like you're just going to get it about like whatever you're touching or what you're near. Because I mean, mm -hmm. she got a premonition that involved him when she touched him. So yeah, like, why would she think it would work with other things, which is the whole reason she's going to go touch them in this episode, because she wants to get a, a premonition about where Macy is. It's like, why would you think that would work? It's so silly. And I don't know why Mel immediately jumps to this, too, because I th all, the, all they say, Maggie's like, I could go to, like, lower Manhattan and then uh, touch some someone around there and then use my powers. And then Mel immediately knows she's talking about Jordan. Like, she's like, oh, you just want to touch Jordan again. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But why? Why? Mm -hmm. I don't understand what his connection is at all. Did she say something about going to Manhattan first? Because that's yeah, where... Yeah, she said lower Manhattan. Well, that's where Macy was in the end. Yeah, they knew it was Lower Manhattan. They just didn't know exactly where. They just had a general oh. area. Oh, so she, she first suggested doing something that made more sense logically. No, that's what she said. She said, like, I could go to Lower Manhattan and use my new power. And then Mel is like, oh, because you just want to touch Jordan again. Which does it doesn't that even doesn't match connect. what they're saying. No, that, no, it doesn't. I I rewound and it. That's how it went. I don't know why. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the connection was. Uh, if someone in the audience understood this better, please let us know. But I'm very confused about this train of thought. In the end, all they do is go to safe space, and then she tries to find dumb reasons to be touching him. Yeah, yeah, they go downstairs to safe space, and a bad karaoke night is, hap well, is happening. Yeah. And, like, so Maggie planned this bad karaoke night. Again, very confusing things happening at safe space. Yeah, and, like, yeah, this was her plan, apparently, but she doesn't have to be there to help implement it at all. Like, why would she get away what with not What does she do? Like, all she does is throw out ideas and then do nothing? Yeah, like, apparently assistant manager's the sweet job. You just go, hey, why don't you do karaoke night? All right, bye. I'll be around. Maybe I'll stop by it, but I'm not doing any work. Just, like, a bad manager. I don't understand why this place hasn't, like, completely shut down. How do they make money or do anything? <laughs> like, yeah, like, what is the goal with this? Does this get the money? Like, I guess people are drinking at the bar, and that's the idea with this. You see, phase one, collect underpants. Phase two, phase three, profit. Wait, why would you want a store in this place, though? Like, so, like, well after you've closed your shop, there's going to be, like, drunk people in there. Like, that doesn't seem very safe. <laughs> like, like, you wouldn't want a shop in there. <laughs> Ugh. It just looks... Uh, 
irritating. Um, but they they want an excuse for Maggie to sing, sing again because everyone loved it when she did uh, Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> um, she sees Jordan with the new girlfriend and she's jealous. Um, Jordan is going to go up to sing. Swan is introducing him. And uh, Maggie's like, how about a duet? <laughs> and Swan's like, that's so random, Maggie. I'm in. <laughs> it's so random. It's so rando. You think, like, Swan is one of those types of people that, like, you knew in middle school that thought it was random to just say, like, it was funny to say random things. Mm -hmm. Be like, monkey lemons. <laughs> it's, uh, sorry, I'm just so random. Tacos. Yeah. Random. She couldn't finish saying random, though. She said, like, rando or whatever. Did she say rando? Yeah. So rando. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so silly. <laughs> Uh, I'm Taco eating, doink. I'm eating gushers. <laughs> everyone's going to get taco doink. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to get taco doink. <laughs> the classic reference we all know and love. <laughs> but that, um, anyone I knew in middle school that was like that was um, the most irritating person in the world. <laughs> She's so dumb. <laughs> Every time they show her, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> this character's the worst. <laughs> LOL gushers. <laughs> why does I I don't know why everyone goes along with this. Clearly he's very uncomfortable with this duet. That, and if it was planned to be a duet from the start, he was clearly going to do it with his girlfriend. And well, I was it like, wasn't. Oh, no, Maggie. It wasn't because he was just going to sing solo. And then Maggie goes, what about a duet? But like, do they have the, the karaoke thing with the words up or did they just know it? It seemed very well rehearsed for something they just did on the fly. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I think Swan just picks the song, even though or just a few sentences ago, Maggie says the singer picks the song. <laughs> except in duets. Yeah, except in duets. Yeah. They sing um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough together. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she holds his hand and sees a vision of a sign. She sees a sign. She sees she saw sign. a sign. Opened it opened up, up her eyes. She saw a sign. <laughs> and then Leo immediately jumps in to heal it. Oh, I gotta heal this. <laughs> it's a neon sign. I gotta heal it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my dark lighter. He's got stupid hair. <laughs> I'm walking on sun sign. Whoa. <laughs> And don't it feel bad? Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me miss that episode. That one where she's in that choir group was hilarious. <laughs> Where's the fun? Where's the fun factor, Phelan? There's <laughs> no fun factor. There's no fun factor. We loathe fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what, what, what's the line Skeletor says in the He-Man Christmas about fun? Uh, I, don't remember. I don't want to have fun or something <laughs> like that. I don't remember. Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful. I don't know. <laughs> it was really funny, but I guess it's not anymore. Skeletor <laughs> said something about fun. <laughs> I love fun! <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, so afterwards, uh, Maggie tells Harry and Mel about this uh, vision, but it's not quite enough. So Harry's like, you got to get him alone. You got to get him alone and touch him everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and Mel wonders how they can grope him without being arrested. <laughs> it's it's all of them plotting how to grope this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how can this be for the greater good? The greater good. Shut it! This is pretty, I don't know, this is pretty creepy and gross, to be honest. This whole plot line, like, they're trying to trap him in an elevator so Maggie can, like, touch him. Mm-hmm. And this is clearly entrapment. She's clearly like, you know, she's like, oh, just help me with something really quick, Jordan. Just, it'll take a minute. Let's just go in the elevator. Just real quick, alone. Yeah, they're, I do like Harry's kind of attitude about it, though. He's just kind of like done. He's just like, I don't care. Just do it because we need to find where <laughs> Macy is. <laughs> like, he's fucking like, idiots. <laughs> like, I'm so sick of my plots having to do with you guys. I need to talk to Macy again. <laughs> God. Um, uh, they get in the elevator and Mel uses a spell that turns off the power and traps them in there. And Maggie has got to pretend she's scared of elevators. So she's like, oh, just hold my hand. 
And out loud, like a dum-dum, she goes, Damn it, it's not working! <laughs> yeah, she's so bad at this. <sighs> it's like she's trying to, like, purposefully come off like some sort of creep. Mm-hmm. Eventually she figures out it's his magic <laughs> family ring <laughs> that gives her premonitions, which at least makes more sense than it just being him, because that was stupid. Yeah, but like honestly, this this all comes off like a really pale imitation of the Galvin story, though, doesn't it? Yeah, the creepy, like acting creepy, but he's got a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then like the the fact he's got this like family heirloom slash magic whatever that starts with his grandparents oh, yeah, and, yeah. and all this other stuff. Like it just comes off like a more boring version of that. Yeah, it's Galvin the crappy version. Do you think they're doing the Calvin the crappy version is so sad though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> do you think this is because they had a storyline planned that they couldn't do because the actor left and they they wanted to do it anyway, but they had to set up something else? Wait, what you mean? Like this would have been something to do with Calvin? Yeah, like they had a story arc they really liked that they're like, you know, if we do go into season two, maybe we'll do this. No, but he left. We've changed showrunners too. I don't think so. That's true. Well, it's just really bad that they're just doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then I just don't. Yeah. Um, Maggie kind of gives him a little bit. Like she's like, "There's a man after us," but I can't really explain anything beyond that. And so uh, they. Uh, start to talk about uh, the ring, how it belonged to his great, 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 whatever grandfather. I wrote in my notes, I hate Galvin (laughs) (laughs) 2.0. They talk about dead parents and they bond watching TikTok videos. (laughs) Oh, of Swan again. And she's like, hey, we're being stupid with the power off. When we were watching the the premiere of season two, I would not have pegged Swan as a recurring character or one that they thought we gave a shit about in the slightest. No. I don't like, it's not like a fun supporting character. Like, Lucy was a fun supporting character. Yeah. But, like, Swan, like, I don't really, I don't know what they're going for here. Just annoying? Apparently. I just don't. Did TikTok pay them for promotion, too? They've mentioned TikTok many more times than is necessary. Must have. (laughs) And it would, it seems so pointless, too. They just watched one TikTok video of her and they're like, ha ha ha, that's Swan. What won't she do? (laughs) What was she doing? She's just doing shots or something? Yeah, I think she's just like, the power's out. We're making the best of it on TikTok. What? Jordan is so stupid, too, because, like, he (laughs) thinks, like, Maggie's been trying to hit on him the whole time, but then he acts, like, really unconcerned about it. He's like, (laughs) oh, yeah, this is great being up in here with me, right? (laughs) He he is not firm enough in in rebuffing her advances it makes me think like he's a real asshole to his current girlfriend Mm -hmm. because like maggie while she does have the hots for him is not actually hitting on him she's trying to like get visions so but he is like but maybe with this other girl while he's with his girlfriend yeah from his viewpoint it's just she's trying to touch him and it clearly seems like she's trying to hit on him yeah, like, he's not, I don't know, this whole thing, just it just, um, it's kind of uncomfortable, because then it's it's our main characters trying to, like, touch someone several times, get him alone and touch him all over, and all this stuff, and it's like, so if this was, like, a guy doing this to a girl, do you think, like, this would be okay, or, like, <laughs> like I don't understand why this is acceptable. He's boring, and then uncomfortable, and then, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we're supposed to care about him. <laughs> Very silly. I'm like, I think it's a dumb idea to have her get premonitions because of his magic ring. <laughs> like, why? I don't know why it has to keep tying into him for the visions anyway. Why it's, doesn't she just have visions from other things? It's just like they wanted some reason for him to be relevant. So they're just like, oh, <laughs> his magic family ring, of course, because there's no other reason for him to have anything to do with the plot right now. So like Harry and Mel get the what, a- address after well, there, Wait, there was one more thing about that. Okay. Um, Maggie asks to try on Jordan's ring, 
And then when she tries on the ring, she has a vision about him dying, which is the best thing we've seen from him so far. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he might not actually die. Presumably he dies. I'm just, it's just wishful thinking on my part, I think. Uh, He just gets thrown into something a la uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Ah! (laughs) Um, And then she gets very concerned that either he is in danger because of them or he is a danger to them. I don't know how she gets, he is a danger to them. Um, maybe she know. thinks like maybe they're throwing him aside or something. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. She's dreaming that she'll get to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then we get into the uh the Mel and Harry plot. Um she tasks she texts uh Mel and Harry to go to Schmitty's on the Lower East Side, which is a bar. And because the power's out, the portal's also out. Yeah, apparently this this magic portal is connected to the power at safe space. What? This Why is, is so everything silly. connected to like like mundane problems at this community center? If they can't get in because of keys, that everything's fucked. Oh no, the power's out. They can't go anywhere. Uh, Why is it? Why? Man, I would never use that portal again if I knew that's how it worked. Because, like, what if you're halfway through it and the power goes out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're just stuck in purgatory. Either stuck or you're chopped in half or something. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't think they ever specify that... They say something is out and why they can't go there, but, like, it has to be that. It is that, because they're saying, like, oh, the power's out in safe space, meaning it's down in the bunker, too. Yeah. That just doesn't... It doesn't make any sense. Why is... Since when is magic connected to electricity? Uh, Since now. Is it like a Stargate? Like... (laughs) Yeah. This is very science-based, the magic portal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they can't um get into the accelerator chamber and leap out with mm-hmm. the power out or <laughs> yeah it's, so it's like harry says he's gonna have to orb them there because he's been practicing and getting it going again right yeah see i swore i swore he'd orb before and he he had so i i was right before but it's just not like consistent it's not reliable because it, it, it his powers aren't very strong right now right well, it's like, you know, because, like, when they did that, you know, fake out that he was orbing properly in the other one. So I just figured he still couldn't orb right. Yeah, it's still not um reliable, but it is an option if they have to do it. Well, it's apparently working pretty well in this episode because he orbs them to the right spot and... It's a pretty far distance, right? <laughs> Maybe, you know, the more confident he is playing the part of evil Harry, the more uh, <laughs> it's it's how Harry got his groove back. <laughs> so they show up at this bar and uh, a man with an eye patch shows up and he holds a gun up to him. He says he has a lot of nerve showing up here because he uh, he cheated him out of money. He uh, he set him up with a bunch of weapons and a new place and all that, but he hasn't paid him for it yet. So uh, clearly Dark Harry has had some sort of... Um, run in with this guy, some deal with him. He goes, Arr, I hate the sea and everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is the new Captain Blackjack cutting! <laughs> yes! <laughs> the sex symbols returned! <laughs> Harry plays the part, and he says, well, he'll, he'll give him the money, but first he's got to take this witch to his place. Well, why do you want me to do that? I got my reasons. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is all very strange. Shut away! Yeah. Tell me what my address is. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> I have my reasons for not knowing my address. <laughs> this all sounds very suspicious. And also, like... L- like, right after, too, though, him saying, like, I'm not the guy you think I am. And he goes, wait, no, I am, but tell me my address. <laughs> and, like, what ends up tipping him off is that he's getting help from a witch. So, But why does he think this witch is willingly going to this place with him? Knowing that, like, if is this? Does he think this is a captive situation? Because clearly, she's like, "Yeah, let's go." So what? Yeah. <laughs> what about this seemed all right to him? It's like when they make the deal in the poker game. Like he's like, "Yeah, hey, we'll do a poker. Like if you win, I'll take her to your place for free." And 
the debt's off or whatever. If I win, you pay me and the witch is mine. And it's Mel who goes, yup, deal. And it's just like, well, yeah, if she's a prisoner, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> How does he not know that she's working with him? Like, he's an idiot. <laughs> uh-huh. Why the hell did you do that? He lifts up his eye patch to show off, like, his flame eye, kind of like a Mad-Eye Moody situation. Like, he's, like, checking her out with it. Is this, is this how he determines who's telling the truth or not? Or what, what yeah, is happening? I, I don't know what he's supposed to be doing when he looks at her with that. Doesn't he seem just goes, like take a look at this shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty impressive, right? <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> he turns into Hulk Hogan in Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. Eye for an eye, brother! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I had a jet skiing accident. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe Macho Man punched me. Who knows? A lot of rumors about how I got this. It was Jim Nyhart in the, well, in uh, Thunder of Paradise. It was Jim Nyhart that did it to him. IRL. (laughs) Oh, they were trying to pretend it was something like cooler. (laughs) He got punched in the face. Yeah, there was some rumor that Macho Man punched him or something. And that's how he got (laughs) that black eye. (laughs) Man. If Hulk Hogan was on Charmed, how great would that be? (laughs) (laughs) And they call him, like, a Uh, white man in a derogatory way, and he's like, Oh, I'm the least racist person ever, brother! Can he be Dark Harry's master? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) The Dungeon of Doom is back, and Hogan's leading it! (laughs) Oh, it's not hot! Twenty thousand leagues under the sea is a nice place to deposit somebody, brother. Dark Harry's a real Hulkamaniac. <laughs> Hollywood Hogan's back. Then <laughs> he hulks up and knocks Dark Harry off the roof. Oh no! I can't go back to jail. Help! <laughs> There's only one way that we're gonna solve this. <laughs> We're going to have to be in monster trucks on the roof to take down the white man and the patriarchy. (laughs) Hogan versus Mama Saul. (laughs) (sighs) The charmed ones for the championship belt. Okay, so uh, they're going to have a demon poker game. (laughs) And uh, Harry doesn't know anything about poker, but Mel does thanks to her dad's gambling. I gotta remind you, like, a couple episodes ago, her father died. And she's yeah. like, meh. Yeah. Yeah, my dad taught me how to gamble. My shitty dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not so fresh for her. I guess she has conflicted feelings about him still. So. Yeah. So, uh, Mel is trying to help with the poker game, and they're like, no. So they immediately toss her out, like DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Into a room, um, but she takes a potion that turns her invisible. A potion from her pa- her fanny pack <laughs> that she keeps around. How does that get her through the door, though? I don't know. Maybe it makes her like a ghost. She can go through things. It seems yeah. like that would be very useful in a lot of situations. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, this was the same thing they did before in that the one with the demon club. They they went invisible in that one too, but it didn't make them intangible. So no, how did she get through the door? They still had to go through the coat check yeah Yeah. i don't know how she did that one maybe there was another potion to but then why did she need him to orb if she could teleport i don't Mm. i don't understand it and like if she had a potion it makes her intangible like they could get into safe space whenever they wanted and that whole dumb issue of needing maggie to work there would have been moot yeah gosh i don't know um, she's, uh, invisible next to him, like, whispering what to do, and, uh, the demon is, like, talking about how he wants to eat Mel. Yeah. <laughs> he, he says, looks like witch is back on the menu, boys. Yeah. We're gonna have some witch and chips. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Yeah. <laughs> he turns into an orc. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we know that the orcs in Lord of the Rings have been to restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like witches back on the menu. Why is this a thing now that all the demons want to eat witches? They did that last week too. The, the guy that was marinating one. They're just so delicious. Delicious and nutritious. Yeah, marinate them. It brings out the magic flavor. And just like, it's mm, <laughs> so good. <laughs> the demons are um, 
they they have a witch on the the table with an apple in its mouth and they're eating it roasted uh-huh. like a like a Thanksgiving dinner and then dark Harry in a cloak is looking through the window sadly and but it's Christmas day. Can this please happen to like Maggie and then like I'm sure they'll reverse time or something but please just show us like Maggie prepared. For oh my god. I miss dinner. when the show was doing was doing fun plots. Can they please put an apple in her mouth like they want to cook her? Hog tie her. This would be hilarious. Please. But instead we get this boring shit. Um Harry beats him in poker. But Mel reappears because uh, she's not very good at this invisible thing. Just like it happened last time. They reappeared in the demon club because it didn't last long enough. Um, and they're like, wait a minute, you're some sort of shapeshifter. You're not Jimmy because he wouldn't willingly work with a witch. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, didn't notice any of the other things where she was clearly helping him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she threatens them with some hell flame. And they're like, if you if you don't give us the address, we're going to light up this place. And they have some moments where Harry's kind of tempted to darkness. He's got like a knife uh, up to the demon's throat. And he's like, ah, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, you're not someone who could do it. But he gives them the address and they believe him. And it also is the address. But what? why Why didn't he just tell them the wrong thing? Yeah, I'm just he's not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Macy with Dark Harry, um, she's dancing with him and like, yeah, we're going to do all this stuff. I'm going to get you, Abigail. It's going to be cool. But then, psych, she pulls his power pebble out of his pocket (laughs) and they have a face off. They're like fighting each other. And it was entirely too short. I found that very, uh, very cool. Their fight with the flames and the dark lighter powers like that was kind of neat, but didn't last very long. No. Uh, Mel and Harry orb in, uh, just like as it's getting started, really. And Dark Harry uh, uh, puffs back in, and he's changed into his cloak and stuff. Did he magically do this? It seems like way too quick to have changed into this gear. Yeah, he must have just magicked it on. But yeah, it's this Assassin's Creed gear that he's wearing in the first episode again. Why does he need to be wearing this? And why, like, because he's not even disguising himself anymore. And, like, why is this a dark lighter power to, like, orb his clothes on or what? I don't like, know. Harry, can Harry do this? Can he, like, orb his clothes on? <laughs> Maybe. The reason he does this is because they don't want to do as many split shots of two Harrys. <laughs> <laughs> it's painfully obvious this season they have about $2 per episode. <laughs> It, God, it's you can tell the money is not there. Yeah, like there's no other reason for him to be wearing this. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a mask for no. I don't even remember him wearing a mask before. It was just his cloak was covering his face in shadow and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh wait, no, he was. He was because yeah, he takes it off, doesn't he? Like right, right. Instead of he didn't just pull his clo- his hood down. He took the mask off of him too. Right. Yeah. Right. Well. But why is he doing it now? I just don't get the purpose of this. Especially, like, he has no reason to hide his identity from them anymore. Mm -hmm. Before, I could see why he's maybe, like, holding it back so that he can, you know, they don't know there's an evil Harry. But at this point, Cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Just like there's no reason for the boss to be hiding who they are in front of Harry. Dark Harry. I don't. (laughs) Everyone. because audience. Yeah. They get Macy out of there. Um, they orb back, and uh, Harry's like... I did like once good Harry comes in, Macy grabs him by the throat first until he says the code word. Right, yeah. Shame she didn't think about that before, but <laughs> until <laughs> last minute. We've tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. But yeah, she do- he does say the, the code word, and then like, oh, okay, because she thinks it's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't follow up the code word, because she said it to him. You know, at the end of the episode before she got kidnapped. She didn't say what the code word was. She just asked for it. No, she asked for it. And then, like, there's no, we don't know how that went. And then, apparently, she just wakes up in bed and then doesn't ask him again. Yeah, I guess she's (laughs) just like, what's the code word? And he's like, knocks her out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was weird. Uh, I guess I won't ask him about it again. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. So they get out of there, and Harry's like, I've got to kill my evil self! After they've just established that 
if the dark lighter dies or if the white lighter dies, then the other one dies, right? Did they establish that? I thought they were talking about because all the dark lighters were dead because the white lighters got killed. And that's but Dark Harry and him didn't die because the the elders. Or was it just the dark lighters were also connected to the elders? Yeah, see that's what I'm not sure on. Cuz I thought part of when they're like, "Oh, we can't separate like the first white lighter from her dark lighter it was some sort of connection like if you separate them or if you like hurt them the other one's hurt or whatever i thought maybe well, that was part Harry's of it harry's been separated from his in a jar in scotland for quite a while <laughs> that's true i don't know maybe they were just saying because of the the elders and then he could kill his dark half i don't know yeah i'm not sure i mean clearly he doesn't think he will die if he kills him yeah, well, I mean, I guess Dark Harry did kill him, and yeah. he didn't die. Except, why doesn't he think about exactly what happens? Uh, you know, like, because they established uh, that when Harry dies, when Dar uh, when wi White Lighters die, they just go back to their graves, which is what happened. He went back to his grave, and it's like, so why wouldn't you think if you killed him, he would just go back to his grave? Yeah. He's well, you, right? He goes there because he's not connected to the Elders, I think, was why he appears there. No, he said that's what happens, though. Right? I don't. I don't think they have infinite lives normally. I'm going to look it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> According to Harry, when white lighters die, they are returned to the grave of their original self. That's what they said in the first episode. Or the second episode, I should say, of this season. Uh, maybe he thinks it's different with Dark Lighters, but he seems very sure that he's killed him because he he goes, but he finds him. So that and then, White Lighter, their temporary White Lighter that died, is that all that happened to her? She went back to her grave and then they never bothered to call her again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Clearly the other ones didn't come back because they're dead. Mm -hmm. Until they reveal more are around, like they did with Helen. I'm sure there's other ones that'll show up. But it says in safe space, it, the episode. It is revealed that all white lighters died around three weeks after the elders were completely massacred. Harry survived because he was no longer tied to them when it happened. However, the death of his fellow light li white lighters was reduced has reduced Harry to being the last of his kind. Also, according to Harry, when white lighters die, they are returned to their grave of their original self. I don't know if that means, like, they, they just return to the grave like they're dead again. Yeah, maybe know. maybe that's what he was saying. Like, they're supposed they go back there, but they're dead normally. But because he's not connected to the elders. He's yeah, fine. you know what? I think, I think that's what it is. They go back there because their bodies wouldn't be there because they were reborn. But their bodies go back there because they're dead. Yeah, I think that's uh, But he was. came back because of the connection to the elders. Ah. Yes. Now it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, so he doesn't think, um, I guess, because of... But this also raises a question again. Okay, complicated. <laughs> very complicated. Okay, so it, so he thinks he can kill his Dark Lighter self, which he does. Like, Okay, so he throws poison at him in his face. He depowers him. It's the same and he poison, stabs too, him. that he had gotten good Harry with at the, in the first episode of the season. Yeah, he gets him with the same poison and then stabs him. He puffs into smoke. Um, if he goes back to his grave, I guess he assumed he, he would but be dead, but he comes back. I think that means if they kill, kill him for real, that's their, that's their connection that's keeping them alive. I think, like, if they kill him, then that would kill the other one. Maybe. I still think that's a possibility. I don't know. It's really silly, though, because, like... Now that Harry knows that, you know, he just goes back to his grave, but he's not dead there, he should suspect, like, that this might be true of Dark Lighter Harry as well, mm -hmm. which, of course, it ends up being. <laughs> yeah. And the audience knows that this is not, they're not just going to end it like that super easy. Like, I just wrote in my notes, I'm like, so he's just going to go back to the grave. And then mm -hmm. it, it happens. <laughs> it's like, all right, so... Okay. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, like, way too lame to kill him off that easily. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, after he kills him, or thinks that he's killed him, uh, Maggie, Harry, and Mel are talking. And once again, Macy's not in the scene with them. She's upstairs doing her own thing. Is, is uh, 
Madeline Mantock, like, is she con- uh, contractually obligated to be in as little scenes as possible with the other sisters? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like they're in, they're in so little things together this season. Yeah, they are separated a lot this season, it seems like. Like, if you're going to have a show about these sisters and the Charmed Ones, why are the Charmed Ones separated so much? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel apologizes to Maggie for giving her a hard time about uh, Jordan, because we care about that. And Maggie Ugh. tells her about this vision. Mel was so stupid, though, earlier about it. Like, she seems so flippant as they're, like, joking about Jordan together when, like, Maggie's still missing. Or Macy's still missing. It's just like, mm-hmm. well, why? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a scene after that where uh, Harry goes to see Macy. I like the scene. Um, he's apologizing for his dark half because even though it's not him, it kind of is him. So he's feeling guilty about it. And um, she says that he couldn't have been a complete monster if he was part of him. And uh, Harry is asking her what uh what he was like, asking about himself and um. Wondering what his life would have been like if they were never split into two people. Is he really who he is or is he what they made him? All this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought this was really good character work here. Yeah. They're the stronger characters of the show and it kind of shows in this scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is very interesting to be like, well, yeah, I mean, like, would you really know if you are who you are if you were split into two different people? They're both parts of him, but not. He's not a whole of who he was. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be strange to ask, like, what you were like to someone else. Yeah. And the fact that, that Macy still sees humanity in the dark Harry and, and saying, like, you know, like, well, he was part of you, though, so he couldn't have been as bad as you think he is. Mm-hmm. I think it's also her just kind of being nice because she likes him. <laughs> <laughs> I think part of it, too, is her seeing some of herself in him, though. Because, oh, yeah, probably. Um, because she has to deal with this demonic part of herself, and this is a dark part that she has to deal with, but mm-hmm. say, but still accept that it's part of her. Right. And um, accept herself as she is. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, Dark Harry's done horrible things, she did horrible things, too. So I guess there's there's hope for someone, I guess, is is the idea here. Mm-hmm. If he can become whole, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking in the reflection. He goes, "Who is that light wider I see <laughs> staring straight back at me?" He goes, "Who am I? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> when will my reflection show who I am inside? One day I'll be reading Dark Lighter Harry's You Googly. <laughs> but you didn't think I knew what a You Googly was. <laughs> and he asks Macy, what do you think of my Grey Lighter? He's kind of like trying to play both sides, isn't he? Real middling <laughs> man. <laughs> Eat that guy. <laughs> Is he like the neutral aliens on Futurama? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no strong feelings one way or the yeah, other. I refuse to have a strong opinion on this one way or the other. <laughs> Your neutralness. It's a beige alert. If I don't survive, tell my wife hello. Macy uh, says uh, an interesting thing to Harry. Like, uh, well, uh, his response is interesting um, when she says that, well, you did the right thing killing him off, I think. And he goes, well, I always do. He's tired of always doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But does he really do the right thing? No! Yeah. Like, clearly. Like, which is also where he was thinking of stabbing that demon earlier. Like, you can mm-hmm. see his building up to this and, you know, the fact he went and killed him. I don't know if you'd really call that the right thing. I mean, in mm-hmm. a way it was, but it's also a dark thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if good Harry went down a bad path, and then they had to de- team up with Dark Lighter Harry mm-hmm. to take down a stronger evil, mm-hmm. which was White Lighter Harry. <laughs> <laughs> the darker he gets, the the better it makes Dark Lighter Harry. Yeah, yin, yin and yang, you know? Like, the, you know, one can't be more evil or more, or more good yeah. without the other one going <laughs> the other way. 
I, I feel like it would be too much of a repeat of the Macy storyline, though. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> uh, and then the very end scene, Dark Harry shows up in his grave uh, to the shock of no one. Mm-hmm. Phelan, what'd you think of the episode? <clears throat> it had a few good parts in it again, but it was also weighed, by, weighed down by a bunch of silliness. <laughs> Mostly Mel and Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. more, more so Maggie in this one. Mel, like when she's helping out Harry, isn't quite as silly. But I mean, like when she's being flippant about Jordan and stuff with Maggie and they're like, oh, yeah, let's talk about your boy issues when they're trying to talk about finding their sister. It just feels stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree with you. Um, I, I liked this stuff. uh better this week than last week but the the mel and maggie stuff is just dragging it down um all of the stuff with boxer boy is insufferably boring and tacked on and tacked on yeah like you're always you're like wondering what's going on with the real plot but then you got to stop and do this yeah like magic ring it's such a flimsy reason to dick him onto this story i thought they did the um the 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 dark harry and um macy stuff in a more interesting way than they did last week. Like the, the mind meld stuff, like it was just kind of disappointing, but here, like they were doing some, some interesting character work. And I thought, you know, they were doing a a decent job trying to get you to understand the perspective of dark Harry, even if he is still doing evil things. Yeah. I I also try and round him out a bit more. Yeah. I did like, you know, the, the fake house, Macy was stuck in at the beginning, but I wish that had gone a little further with a little more like kind of mindfuck moments about that. Yeah, not a very good illusion. It just sort of seemed like, well, that didn't work anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what was the point of that? Yeah, but well, yeah, like you said, like anything Macy and either version of Harry is like by far the strongest moments in the episode and the best acted. <laughs> yeah. You know, I keep thinking, too, if this was a show that was just about them, I, I still can't say that it was, that it's, just, it's a strong show. It mm. has potential here uh, with with the Macy and, and Harry stuff. The the Mel and the Maggie stuff has just been downward slide. Um, but I miss when the show had some fun elements to it uh, or when they, like, like showed color. It's just so beige and samey. It's mm-hmm. so like flat and I miss when the show like was was willing to t- to do goofier things or take risks even though like they had a, a lot of missteps but it was more like interesting than this. Mm-hmm. I'm just very bored. <laughs> <laughs> but this episode was stronger than the last one. I still would say they're both not great, but yeah, I think they'd have to wrap up this plot before they do something more fun. Like maybe now they they got Macy back, they could. But this was the wrong direction to go in in mm-hmm. season two. I think they really, really, really needed someone to rein them in and figure out what the hell they were doing because they just kept they were all over the place. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't. This ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it, bro. <laughs> just yeah, everything with safe place is a misfire. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's so funny though that like Mel never tries to talk to Cat about talking to her mother in this episode. No, that would seem super important, especially considering last season how important their mom was. Yeah. I don't even know, I don't know how I feel about them introducing their mom into the plot again anyway, though, because, like, we couldn't get rid of her for the longest time. We don't have any time to miss their mom. Yeah. (laughs) And by now, we know she was a horrible person, so I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what they'll address here. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to see her come back if that gets addressed, otherwise keep her off. But, I mean, the fact that that happened, though, I find it kind of insane that someone would not immediately want to follow up with someone like so you were talking to my dead mother i kind of want to know how that happened (laughs) yeah yeah didn't even make an appearance Mm. all right 
I think that's it for this week, Phelan. <laughs> yeah. We're caught up now. Now we can we can keep up with the current charmed events. Uh, if you guys enjoyed our um, our misery here, uh, <laughs> you can uh, like, subscribe, or review. I'd really appreciate that. Um, you can find us in audio form at anchor.fm under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. Uh, you can find us on YouTube under youtube.com slash movie nights the series or Phelan stuff at youtube.com slash Phelus. Uh, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can see videos ahead of time or participate in polls or all sorts of uh, cool stuff. Um, you can find my stuff on patreon.com slash movie nights or Phelan's at patreon.com slash Phelus. Uh, thanks to Peter Hunter for doing the editing on the audio for us. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. Phelan, what hashtag should we use? Hashtag Hogan versus Mama Saul. <laughs> hashtag TikTok money. <laughs> hashtag Momster Trucks. <laughs> hashtag Rando. <laughs> That's it, Charbanders. We'll see you next week.